On this, our last episode of the year, we reflect back on things we've accomplished, test cars that we've loved and maybe didn't love, and what we're most excited about in the year to come, next on Talking Cars. And welcome to this, our final episode for 2018. I'm Jennifer Stockberger. I'm Jake Fisher. And I'm Mike Monticello. So end of year, it's kind of time to reflect what we've done, what we're looking forward to in 2019. I don't know for you guys, but 2018 kind of flew by for me. Good year, long year, short year. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> is, this, is this my job review? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, come on. How'd it go? Good I didn't year? write enough things down. No, it was a good year, but it, it did fly by. It, it, seems like the, by. it seems like the older you get, the faster time goes by. I would agree you with know? you. Yes. So in preparing for today, I was kind of like tabulating not only accomplishment, you know, for ourselves, but CR, and just going through the list quickly, um, expansion of used car data. Um, tire selector. We have a tire selector. Ooh, on consumer. Very exciting. It's this huge accomplishment for us. We have our TV show, our Consumer 101 TV mm -hmm. show. Watch on Saturday mornings. Watch on NBC. Um, level two autonomy ratings. Well, cars that are here. If you want to elaborate well, a little on that, vehicle automation ratings. Vehicle I mean, automation we're, we're walking a little bit away from the <laughs> level two because. <laughs> Who knows what these levels right. are? Right, really. kind of the start of it, really, right, Jake? I mean, it's not like you've rated every system so far. We're, we're done. Right. No, but it, no, but it, yes. The yes. main ones. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Some of the main, the main ones. Talking about them and right. saying which, what's, what, what's good and what's not so and good. And I'm sure we'll see more of that in yeah. 2019. Yeah. <clears throat> um, the you know big news for us in 18 was the the Tesla braking. Yeah, right. The braking distances. You know, when the Tesla Model Three came out. Uh, Everyone's like, oh, it's fine. It handles really well and it breaks really true. well. And then when our tests, we actually found that the brakes weren't that good. And yeah, it was they, really long stopping distances. Right. And right. they were able to like, fix them once right. we raised the that attention and Tesla yeah. put the update out. And, and that had never happened before that we'd, we'd had something like that where a car could get <clears> updated <throat> over the air. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, especially a, a mechanical thing like that. Right. Where, and we've had lots of other situations where we found a problem with a car and they fixed it, but it's usually much longer to, to right. fix. Right. right. We also launched, um, which all of us get involved in, you know, you've heard us talk about these safety features that we love, forward collision warning, automatic emergency braking, this idea of how about we all call them the same thing? And, and that's some strategic right. partnerships with IHS. And, yeah, know. yeah, we got a bunch of, uh, bunch of people now speaking the same language. So it definitely helps with, and, you know, insurance Institute of Highway Safety. Um, uh, I was just down actually at NHTSA talking right. with some people there. Looks like we're getting some some buy-in there. Um, so yeah, there's some excitement. We could actually call the things the same thing. People know what actually they're they have on their car. Right. With the most important thing being for the consumer that if right. if everyone is calling it the same thing now the consumers because we know what they are. Right. Well, or we can figure out what they are. Sometimes not. We can usually figure out by talking to the manufacturer. Okay. Depends. What is, what is right. this? weird named system right. mean, you know, and then and right. then, and then uh, they explain it to us, or, okay, it's actually, that's actually forward collision warning, yep. or a combo of forward collision warning, automatic emergency braking, but the regular consumer is not going to know what all these different names mean. Right. Now, if everyone agrees on the same nomenclature, sure. hopefully, people will get it now. Right. Yep. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? So certainly, we'll be doing more of that in 2019. Um, we've seen a ton of cars, you know, we get not only the 50, 50 or 60 test cars through here, but the cars, other cars we're being exposed to. 
favorites and least favorites? Mike, did you have favorites and least favorites from the test I, program? <laughs> yeah, I definitely did. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of like Joe Diffie. You know, I'm a pickup man. So. Oh, Joe Diffie. Yeah. Um, I thought you were going to start singing the song, <laughs> which it's good, good we didn't. But um, so, uh, you know, I do like driving pickups. Uh, I like that, how useful they are. Mm -hmm. And you just kind of assume that they're not going to ride that great, you know, because uh, they're going to be trucky because they're, they're designed to haul a lot, you know, big loads and, and tow big trailers, heavy trailers. But uh, the Ram 1500, the 2019 Ram 1500 is just a fantastic truck. Um, you know, it, you get in it and you drive it and it's, it drives honestly more like a good SUV right. than uh, a pickup truck because we're going to get technical here, but because it has, it's the only full size pickup with a coil spring rear suspension. Uh, if you know anything about pickups, they have always had leaf spring Leaps. rear suspension, which is kind of old school technology, but it just flat works for towing, uh, and, and hauling. So, uh, but the Ram has this coil spring rear suspension. It rides really nicely. But then beyond that, the, the interior, it, uh, looks better than the other, all the other full size trucks. The infotainment system is great. Right. Uh, ours has this, um, has, you know, the 5.7 liter V8 with, uh, the mild hybrid assist. Um, so it has lots of power, um, and it's smooth. And it has a great V8 sound. I mean, that's what you also really want right, in a pickup. Right. Is you want the pickup to sound good. And so, I mean, yep. it really checks off all the boxes other than it doesn't have the standard safety systems that, you know, like forward collision warning and automatic emergency braking. You can get those on some of the trims, but like the Ford F-150, the 2019 Ford F-150 right. makes forward collision warning and automatic emergency braking standard. Right. But, and we hope to see that more, yeah. you know. But as, I, as, I love driving that truck. I mean, yeah. it's just a... Yeah, we noticed. <clears throat> it's just a nice truck. It's just a nice truck to drive. Yeah. It's a nice I, truck because it doesn't drive like a truck. That is part of it, yeah. Oddly, yeah. that's yeah, true, so, but yeah, it's true. Yeah. Right, yeah. You, do you have a favorite? I don't think um, I'm, I'm doing very well. I, I was, I was actually. You, you, you let me know what I, what I chose last year because I did a little, I did, I did a little, re and little research. He did a little research for me because I'm very lazy about it. But you, but it turned out last year my favorite was the Cadillac CT6, which obviously I'm doing great because. Uh, General Motors has, has announced they're getting rid of it because nobody likes that car. So, so clearly, what I like doesn't really uh, matter a whole lot. Um, I mean, I, actually, this this last year, one of the cars I really do like driving a lot is the uh, the Hyundai Veloster. Yeah. I mean, I think that really kind of blew me away for a couple of reasons. One, not a whole lot of cars kind of in that category anymore. Kind of like a you know small and expensive, fun to drive kind of car. And I think what really blew me away was the kind of the the Honda Civic Si better than the Honda Civic Si, right? Yeah, I mean, get that yeah. that great shifter and just really fun to drive. But but. But I'm not giving up on the CT6 because, I mean, one of the things I always liked about the CT6 was that Super Cruise system. And that's not dying, you know, I should, should, should make that clear. Cars. It's not it's dying with the CT6. It's not dying with the <laughs> CT6. It'll be another Cadillacs or whatever. And actually, just that Super Cruise system, which is, honestly, if you look at what we tested this last year, we tested the Super Cruise system. We didn't do that before. Right. Um, and, yeah, it was the number one system out there in terms of the, uh, the um, you know, not not semi-autonomous because they're not really autonomous, but it's vehicle automation systems. So these systems, they're supposed to be like, oh, well, you know, computers right. don't get tired, right? right? You know, it's true what they say. You kind of get more relaxed because now you're not steering, you know, as much and you're, you're doing all these things. You get more relaxed, but you could go to sleep. That's why when I'm tired, I don't, I don't drive like this. You know, I don't have like, right. like when I'm tired, it's both hands on the wheel and, for sure. And, you know, trying to pay just 
do anything to keep myself Ultra right. Attentive, exactly. Yeah. Right, right. Because exactly. Because if, if you like, a lot of people like to drive in this relaxed position anyway, which Rest is just in your silly. Right. You're but be when like, you when you kind of do anything that relaxes yourself when you're already tired, that's a recipe for disaster. Right. So, so, so that's anyway, what, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no, but that's exactly yeah. right, and that's that's what I found. So so then I'm so so earlier this month I went down and. So my, my son turned, it was his 15th birthday, and it was actually my birthday too, because we share a birthday. Oh, that's and so on neat. the exact same day, they had this really great concert in Brooklyn, which you know had you know Muse and Death Cab for Cutie, and all these bands, that amazingly. Bands we've never heard of. That me and my 15-year-old right. liked too. <laughs> No, no country. Or Nacho Diffie. I, I don't know but who they bands. are, so I think we're even. <laughs> but so, so like we ha almost had to go, right. because it was like our birthday, yep. and like all these bands that we were like. But the problem is the concert gets done at midnight right. in Brooklyn, which is like two hours drive back home. So I'm like, uh, you know, what do I do? So I took the Super Cruise and I went down there and I'm like, OK, let's try this out. I'll try it with the Super Cruise on. I try it without. And you, it is easier to drive. Right. And, you know, it's 1.30 in the morning. I'm driving on these you know, roads with nobody on them. But it was relaxing. But it's like since I had that camera there making sure my eyes were open, I had that safety. Like I wasn't concerned that. You know, if God forbid my eyes did close, the thing would go beep beep, it was beep gonna and buzz my know. seat yeah. and slow down safely right. and all these different things. But but it was it was really good and it made a difference. So yep, yes, that's great. good system. That's great. What about you? Protections. Oh, so I'm not as fun probably, but I actually had two. I <laughs> I'm had gonna two. guess you're very practical. Yeah, I'm very practical as usual. So the first one I you know, and I kind of had to go through the list. There wasn't one that like jumped out at me that I'm like, oh, that was a great car, and I was fighting to get in it all the time. But one I really enjoyed was the Corolla hatch. Okay. Yeah. So I just thought that was fun. You know, everything good about the Corolla, but kind of cooler looking and a little more versatile in terms of you know cargo. I always have stuff and the kids and horse stuff. So yeah, I, I really liked that and car. Great handling. I enjoyed. Yeah. And great handling, so it was very fun, so, but still to the good. Well, I mean, I mean, it's not that uncool. I mean, let's not forget. I mean, well, everyone forgot, but in the mid '80s, you know, the Corolla hatch of the mid '80s, right. the Hachiroko '86, <laughs> is a cult car today. See, and that's a Corolla hatchback. Man, so I was this just is, ahead of my time. You're just sure. way ahead of time. I was, yeah. and then yes, to the totally practical side, what I would buy if it were really me going out to buy a car and not just driving a car would be something like the Kia Sorento, and that car people are kind of fighting over here a little bit because it's got great room yeah reliable recommended you know just a really nice overall package certainly a great family car easy and um, nice to drive which we're not yes. finding in, yes. in you know tons of vehicles there's always seems to be some kind of low-speed drivability issues and yeah or the transmission does something weird or right. the CVT does something weird uh, or the engine's loud in here, it's just a really nice SUV. Right, and you just made me think of something else. It didn't frustrate me. It didn't oh, have controls, controls right? that yeah. were frustrating me, which right. is usually reels me right back to, I don't like that car anymore. Right. You know, yeah. they can easily ruin it by a horrible infotainment package, and that doesn't have sure. that. So you just made me think of that, too. I don't know why too. you get to have two vehicles whenever I choose to. Because I'm the hostess. Because <laughs> I'm the hostess, and, and I get to call the shots today. So anyway, so um, yes, yeah, so least favorite. Yeah. Least favorite car? Uh, Ford EcoSport. Uh, I think that vehicle was a real letdown for me. Um, you know, Ford can do SUVs right. pretty well when they yep. want to. Um, and this thing, not only does it look kind of goofy, uh, and, you know, it has these, like, this really, like, huge space between the tires, you know, between the, the wheel wells. <laughs> Needs a bigger tire It looks in like there, it has yeah. tiny little wheels, yeah. even though it really doesn't. It has a you know odd side hinged tailgate, which just doesn't make any sense. Yep. Everyone else has a normal hatchback right. thing, um, and it's just ridiculously slow. I mean, it does zero to sixty in ten point seven seconds with the 
up-level engine. It does have, you know, um, it's 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 one strong suit, if you can call, you know. It's uh, cute. Well, it's, I don't, see, I don't think it's cute, but oh. <laughs> it does have pretty good handling. And so it's one of those vehicles, it's funny because <clears> you get in it and you sit kind of high up in it, it feels like it has this high center of gravity, and yeah. you throw it into a turn, it actually does pretty well. It's its own, yeah. Has, uh, you know, some steering has a, some actual feedback, which again, something we're not seeing too much anymore these well, days. It's kind so. of based off the Fiesta. I mean, this is, this is what frustrates me about this car, and I'm, I'm with you on this, yeah. but it's like, it's like they took the Fiesta, which no one was really buying because it's this little cheap, goofy car, but it handled well. Right. And they just kind of like raised it a bit, right. put some four-wheel drive on it, and <laughs> charged like an extra $10,000. You know, it's like... Yeah. Really? You know, it would be that gullible that, you know, you, you put some body cladding on it and right. then it's worth $10,000 more? No, I don't think it is. Yeah. No, it's not. No. Oddly, and you can look right here, I had the same car oh, as okay. a least favorite before we go Great to Great minds think yes. alike. Oh, my God. And, and again, I, I may have told this story, but it is the one car where I actually found merging to its slowness, merging or, you know, pulling out into already moving track. I found it like disconcerting, like, oh my gosh, this car isn't going to get out there in time. And I haven't felt that in a long time. I mean, you know cars that you have to leave a little more room or you need to really launch it. This car just didn't do it. So that that was my worst too. So I don't know if you had a different... I can't just copy both of you. You can't. (laughs) I'm going to throw it a little bit different. I mean, in terms of, it's not the worst car, but I mean, in terms of value, it is absolutely the worst. And that is the Lexus LS. And the Lexus, look, I mean, we've, we've tested a lot of Lexus LSs over the years, <laughs> and they've always been like unbelievably luxurious and roomy and quiet and, and fast and easy to live with, like really just, you know, very simple. And like this vehicle, they kind of screwed up most of it. So, I mean, <laughs> it's expensive. They kept that. Right. Everything was it, like around $100,000. It's not, though. I mean, the rear seat doesn't have much headroom. I mean, yeah. for all that room and all that length. Right, lots right. of leg I guess room. that's what I mean. There's, yeah. there's leg room, but it's like my head's on the right. on the roof in the back. It rides. It doesn't ride well. The controls are just infuriating. Speaking of that, frustrating that's controls, the worst thing about they the car. ruined it, yeah. You know, it, like, I actually don't mind driving the car. I, I, again, you know, it has this uh, turbo V6. Whereas the V8 was really nice, and and it's not it's not as nice with this turbo V6, but it will get up and go. Doesn't sound as good as the V8. It's right. not smooth like the V8 was. But I actually don't. You know, I think it drives okay. Again, you're putting up with some things you shouldn't have to put up with, though. Like this, you shouldn't have to put up with a stiffer ride. But the controls are what just infuriate me. It's yeah. it's a car that I get in, and I'm just like, as soon as I get it to where I can just drive it, and then I try not to touch anything the right. rest of the you drive. I just, I, because it's, it's, it's confusing to try to do anything, because it always I always overstep whatever I'm trying to move mm-hmm. with the control so It's not even confusing. It's just, it's, even I, when I you can't know, do it. you know what to do, but you're like, it's it, like I a can't game. get it there. And it's never where I thought it was. <laughs> no, exactly. It always looks like it's over here it's on the screen, around. but it's somewhere else. And but, so, it, but the driving experience, like, like I don't disagree, it's okay. Right. But okay is fine for $25,000 family sedan. Not for okay is not okay for $100,000. I mean, that Audi A8, that's the way that things should drive. Right. You know, right. just like yeah. this vault, you know, and solid and ride great. And really interesting to see how that car does sales-wise, you know, right. like what happens to their current owners and, and you know, if they can attract well, any if, new owners to it. Well, if they're loyal, LS, and again, that used to be one of our favorites. Yeah. They're going to be like, what would you keep, do? Keep your old Hopefully, LS. Yeah, <laughs> keep your old LS. Yeah. yeah or buy an Audi A8. Yeah. So kind of changing topics a little bit, and you touched on it talking about the CT6, is these announcements in 2018 from Ford and General Motors and a couple of even FCA 
yeah, Chrysler cars that are going away, that they're going to drop sedan type vehicles. Yep. Um, kind of on that, which of, are there any of those that, that you're going to miss? That you're really gonna miss. Well, you know, we kind of this sort of has to do with what we just talked about. We talked about the Ford EcoSport right. and how the you know it's Fiesta. based on the Fiesta. Well, the Fiesta is going away, <laughs> and and I'm I'm not gonna miss the Fiesta, but I am gonna miss the Fiesta ST, right. which was you know right. the hot you know the hot hatch version of the Fiesta, and you know it has a a turbo four cylinder with 197 horsepower, only comes with a manual transmission, um, great steering, great handling. Uh, it's one of those cars that, you know, Ford did a really good job with it in terms of it's not, uh, the ride is, is pretty stiff, but the engine isn't, you know, very loud mm -hmm. unless you really are on the throttle. Then it sounds really, really good. Yep. But I mean, it is just a fun car to drive. Yep. And, and I'm really going to miss that because uh, I think we need more cars <clears throat> like that out in the world these days. You yep. know? So can I, can I get wonky for a little bit? Sure. Um, so here's what really kills me is Ford. What's happened? So so not too long ago, Ford was really in a partnership with Mazda. And Mazda, did, you know, they mm -hmm. worked together on chassis and they worked together on powertrains. And the current Ford Fusion and the, right. the Fusion and the Focus, which are going away, they are great handling driving vehicles. Mm -hmm. um, they ride well, they do a lot well. The thing that's really missing on these vehicles, though, it's the powertrain, right? right? The Ford Fusion, I mean, it just it, not really competitive in terms of chloration, in terms of fuel economy. You look at the Focus. You know they had that terrible uh, transmission, the power that, shift, the uh, power shift that never worked right, right and right. terrible reliability problems. I mean, if you had those vehicles and you go back in time and they didn't have that divorce from Mazda, right. and you had Skyactiv powertrains right, right. in both of those vehicles, they would have been so competitive. They would have been such great options. Mm -hmm. I think it's really the powertrains that really let down, down those vehicles. Otherwise, yep. I mean, styling was good, yeah, room was. was good, they rode yep. well. It's just too bad. I think you're right. Yeah, it is too bad. Uh, and, I, and I also put down an honorable mention of one that I'll miss, which is the, the Cadillac CT6. I actually really right. like that car. Yeah, a lot of people really do, yeah. Nicely done Even without car. Super Cruise, Some right. people would say it's the best car of last year. Right. <laughs> there you go. You know, with or without, people, with or without, somebody would say. <laughs> with or without Super Cruise, I think it's just a really nice oh, yeah, driving right. car. Um, you know, it's it's uh, it's it's comfortable. It's quiet. It has good power um, and uh, handles pretty well for for how big it is. And, and uh, yeah, it's just uh, kind of it's kind of sad that it's going away. Yeah, right. I mean, the only thing is, that I, I suppose with the CTS, it's almost a little bit redundant. Right. You know, that's the only right. issue. I'm a little, I, and I didn't really pick one. Again, I'm the host, so I don't have to. But um, the whole philosophy concerns me a little bit in that I get the whole SUV appeal. I right. totally get it. I just said mine was the Kia Sorento. If I was buying, I would probably be buying an SUV. Right. But I do think there's people that are sedan loyal, and that's their preference. And I'm just concerned that it's just going to drive those people to European cars or or Japanese cars and that they, I'm, I'm concerned because it's all, it's all the domestics about It's all shifting. driving people to SUVs. But, I know. But, but, the, but the, the, the silver lining is that those SUVs are not really SUVs. Those SUVs are just station wagons. Let's, let's be realistic. Right, and wagons, all the, yeah. The, yeah. the things we used to be concerned about have got virtually right. gone away with those cars. Super safe and versatile and, you know. Yeah. It, it is funny though when you go out into you know the consumer reports parking lot and you walk in in the morning. Yep. Uh, and it's, it's just SUVs. it's almost all SUVs, right. which is a little a little sad. But I, I get what you're saying, Jake, uh, that they're basically cars anyway. But uh, but I I do I'm with you that I I do like a good old sedan yeah. or, or so, hatchback or you know. It'll be interesting yeah. to see when we're sitting here in two years if they've you know 
jumped back on this. He thinks, no, no, he thinks we're not think coming so. back. No, but I mean, but I mean, you know, to get to that point, I mean, you look at some of the fuel economy right. that are, I mean, you know, I mentioned powertrains, right? right? I mean, you look at the Fusion and the Focus. I mean, there are small SUVs that are getting just as good fuel economy as the, as the Focus. There are right. yeah. mid-sized SUVs that are getting just as fuel, good fuel economy as the Ford Fusion. So it's like they're almost getting more right. for, you know, right. and they, they're just as quick too. So right. they're wagons. Yeah. I know. The I rest of the think world there'll be wagons. some loyalists Yeah, there. Well, the other thing well, is absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And they're yeah. going to um, have to find another option. Right. And, yeah. you know, look, they're not all going away just from a few manufacturers, you know. So. Sure. But, that's you know. totally true. Right. All the, yeah, that's my concern, I think, right. is it's all the domestic. But we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Stay tuned in two years and we'll right. see where we're at. So that kind of is the looking back. Obviously, we got a new year coming. Mike, you were just out in L.A. at yep. the auto show. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of kind of L.A. We had a lot of really cool introductions yep. there, yep. which I don't always remember. Right. Maybe there's a shift to L.A. from Detroit or anything. Totally. But anything there car-wise that you were super excited about? You know what? I don't want to talk about L.A. Oh. I want to talk about the Detroit Auto Show, which oh, is coming do? up. Okay. Because I'm excited about the Toyota Supra, the 2020 ah. Toyota Supra. Although Which is coming in Detroit? It's, it's going to be at the Detroit okay. Auto Show, its first real appearance. Keep in mind, those of you who watch the show know I had a second-gen Toyota Supra, which I loved. You know, this was a car that, you know, mine was mm -hmm. an 85 or 85 and a half. And, you know, it had a 2.8 liter inline six. It was just a super smooth, super yeah. sweet engine. Again, not a lot of power back then, only about 160 horsepower. Um, wonderful sports seats. You know, it had this, this uh, the lumbar support was pumped up with a bladder. Ah. And, uh, you know, it had the stereo had this graphic e equalizer. You know, you could do all this uh, adjusting. So 80s. It's so 80s. <laughs> oh, I love, great. but I love that, you know, the, the hood it. had this power bulge, had these big fenders yep. and pretty wide tires for the time. Anyway, I loved that car. Um, so just the name. So, yeah. And of course, everyone knows resonates the fourth it. generation Toyota Supra was the big daddy. I mean, that was the one that, you know, was the twin turbo inline right. six. And of course, a lot of people switched them over to single turbo, uh, tur a single turbo and mm -hmm. made like 700 horsepower, wow. even a thousand horsepower right. for drag racing. And that engine was just solid. I yep. mean, it just, it was so strong. Anyway, so I was really excited about the new Supra. It's yes. going to be a, a shared platform with the, the new BMW Z4 that is coming out. Ah. And the bummer about that is that. Uh, it's it's still going to have an inline six, but it's BMW's uh, turbo inline six, which again, that shouldn't be a bad thing because that's a great engine, but it's not Toyota's engine. And for mm. some reason, as a super fan, <laughs> that bothers me. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. And from what I've seen of the spy photos of the car, it looks kind of like a Z4 profile. So yeah. I'm not, I'm just a little, mm -hmm. you know, and they're talking right now about an eight-speed automatic. They're, they haven't said yet whether there's going to be a manual transmission. So I'm just a little... I was excited, and I didn't mean to say that I wasn't excited about anything no, at, no, at no. L.A. No, no, Although no, I will that was say, just my If you look at our coverage from L.A. It's about what you're excited for for 19, if not you look necessarily at, If you look at our coverage from L.A., uh, what I liked about the L.A. show is that there was a lot of just normal cars yes, for normal people. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know if you want to talk about, you know, your favorite cars that you saw us cover from L.A. because I saw in your notes you listed some like the... I listed the, three. Okay. No, no cheating. Yeah, but, I cheated. But. but anyway, so to wrap it up, I'm excited about the Supra. But I'm tempered because I'm not sure it's going to be the super that you know. I there's something about that. You know, you're right about the Toyota engines. Like there's this precision and yes. high revving that that they're just known for. I mean, like I, you know, my MR2, which I still have my MR2, which you know, right. again, you know, from the factory revs, you know, redline over 7,500 RPM, and it's just like this precision, you know, just high revving. I mean, even like the the LFA has that, you know. Oh my gosh! I mean, yeah. the, the Lexus LFA, and it's like just look. 
BMW makes great powertrains and right. all, but it's like there's something about Toyota that just is this precision, high revving, you know, feel that you, you may not get elsewhere. I, I was very fortunate to drive an LFA. You know, this is the V10 mm-hmm. and, and that they made uh, for a very short period of time, mm-hmm. very expensive. That was an amazing car, an amazing right. engine. And you're right, when Toyota wants to build an awesome, <laughs> right, enthusiast right. engine, they, they can, can do it. Right. And so, yeah. so I'm a little, little bummed about that. Okay, so Supra. We'll, yeah. see. we'll see. Maybe we'll it see. won't disappoint. Maybe. You? And looking forward to anything? Um, well, actually, you mentioned the Supra. I mean, there are rumors about an MR2 coming back. Are you serious? I, there are rumors. Um, yeah, I think they're just messing with me at this point because there'll probably be some, like, you know, <laughs> That would make your decade. It'll be like a, a, a Prius, like it'll be a hybrid or something. I'm sure it'll be disappointing, but that would make my decade. But um, the, the if it's I, the same, it could be a Supra thing going it's gonna on. It's going to be a shared right. thing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it'll be a BMW i3, you know, and <laughs> just, just with a different body on it. Right. And yeah, it'll be, it'll be terrible. So, um, <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, no, what I'm interested in is the new kind of breed of electric cars coming out from the established automakers, right? I mean, look, t- I mean, it's, it, 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 you always have to think about that Tesla Model S came out in 2012. I mean, it's been around for a long yeah. time, and it's like, still no one else has got a competitor. That luxury, yeah. Right, yeah. right. I mean, there's still not there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's amazing. I right. mean, that's, that's amazing credit for Tesla. I mean, maybe they wasn't quite finished when they came out. Who knows? But right. I mean, the point is, is that maybe the others were waiting to see if it was a success. Maybe they I were waiting. Were. They I honestly think they, like, I think they weren't. I think they weren't 100% believing in it. Right. Just what a huge gap. Could you oh. imagine if like the iPhone came out and like seven years later they came out with an Android? <laughs> right. I mean, just it just doesn't even make sense right. to me. But it's like we are finally getting there, right? I mean, we got the uh, the Audi, you know, the Audi e-tron. We got the uh, Porsche Taycan, Taycan which they they finally. I don't like the car anymore because they actually had to come up with a video to tell you how to pronounce it. You've already <laughs> named it wrong if you have to do that. But, um, you know, of course, there's an Audi version, the e-tron GT, e-tron GT right? Yeah, which looks fantastic. So, I mean, it would be, it's really interesting to me to say, okay, same idea, yeah. you know, let's, let's get this, you know, kind of a, a four-door or an SUV. Mm-hmm. Let's see what they can do. Absolutely. And I'm really interested to see if they could really take on Tesla. Can they do it better? Can they, maybe not as much? Uh, I'm I wonder if the established names, like you say, have the um, aura that the Tesla does. It'll be interesting. I mean, well, Porsche and Audi have aura. They, have, they do. They have they aura. Do. And, and they also have R&D. They have, you know, right. they have full Production. R&D facilities, <laughs> yeah. which means that they're going to, you know, yeah. right. you know, always when a new Tesla comes out, it always feels like they're using the new owners as kind of part of their test bit, you know. <laughs> sure. And yeah. that's not going to happen with Porsche. No, that's not no, going to no. happen with no. Audi. Yeah. It's a little bit of a bummer that these cars we're seeing are going to be really expensive. But you've talked about it before. The, it's going to trickle down. And, right. you know, we've already seen, like, the Chevy Bolt. We've seen some cheaper electric cars. It can cars. be done. It can, can be, be done. done right. But so we'll start with these, and we'll see, can these guys yeah. take it right to the Model yeah. S? Are they, you know, how do they fare, you know? I wonder if some of the... Porsche and Audi enthusiasts only bought Teslas because there wasn't very possible, you know, that they'll sell their Tesla and go pick up one. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I'm sure they stole a lot of a lot of a lot of customers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The other mainstream cars that again, I wasn't in L.A., but the ones that stuck out in terms of, oh, that's going to be great. The all wheel drive Prius. We talked about that. Yeah. That's cool addition from somebody who needs all wheel drive. I was like, oh, that's a cool alternative. Yeah. People have been waiting for that for years. People have been waiting. The Hyundai Palisade. Again, I think I've mentioned I had a friend who had the old Veracruz. I think they need that. That larger SUV, yep. and I still like the Kia Soul, and I think the Kia Soul is a great car for older drivers. My parents, absolutely, you know, people like that, mm. and I'm glad they're they're 
kind of I, I, I recommended that. a soul to my parents. Yes. For the, of course, they bought a Mustang convertible. <laughs> they don't but listen to me. They're about the same. Same okay. thing. Yeah. Easy to get into. Good in the winter. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah. It's easy to get into oh, when funny. the top's down. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's funny. And then, um, yeah, so those are kind of things we're looking forward to. Right. I think there's other things happening here at the track. You know, maybe you can touch a little on stuff that we're venturing and what Ooh, are you excited about all, here all for 19? Under embargo, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but no, when we're looking at, you know, tra doing lots of new things for right. sure. I mean, uh, maybe a little bit of transforming the track a bit to deal Keep with up. connected that's vehicles, I mean, yeah. autonomous vehicles. Um, there's 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 some some plans in the works. We have a new building, so uh, I don't know if we said that on the show. Or new tire tire, tire slash child seats. We're literally outgrowing ourselves in terms of storage and efficiency. So a new building's being built right now. Better access to the track, more room, more efficiency. Uh, the tires and child seats will move there. So that's super exciting for us. Again, trying to keep up. So yeah. there's a lot and again, more. If, I, so, I don't know if you if they had people haven't tried out the tire selector on our website. You really yeah, need it, to go slick, try it out yeah. because it is a really cool way to figure out what tires you should get for your vehicle. Right. You know, so. Right. My my wife will have to look for some snow tires for her all-wheel drive Prius. Yes. <laughs> is she going to get one? I think she is. Yeah, yeah. See, finally. <laughs> so, yeah, she'll be excited, as I am, about the all-wheel drive Prius. So, so that kind of wraps up, you know, 2018. So looking forward to 2019. We thank you all for watching all year. Keep your questions coming. We didn't do questions today, but we love them. Talking cars at iCloud.com, especially video. Wishing you all a happy, healthy 2019.